0: Welcome, my darlings, to Bedtime Stories with Mistress Victory. It's the season of the witch, y'all. Sink into this spell-filled episode of Enchanting Moments featuring an excerpt from the wonderful Jamie Wagner of *Fantasies Fractured And our wonderful anthology, The Femdom Coven. And Jamie is going to be reading from her story, Do As Thou Wilt. But before we start casting our spells, (laughs) let's take care of a little karma giving business, shall we? Now, don't forget about my other podcast, Just a Little Torture with Mistress Victory. And that's where I get to tell you about the twisted things I do to my poor slaves when they dare to enter my dungeon. But that's not why we're here today. Today, we're here... To talk about the passion. And my sweetie retweeters from my goddess gang are mostly writers themselves that deal in erotic stories for glory. So let me give some shout-outs to Starla from Star Kitten LGBTQ. Billy Crash of Crash Palace, The Last Knock Podcast, and the Kink Noir Series, Mr. J.P. Downing of 10 Minutes with J.P., A Beer and a Song, and many, many wonderful stories on Amazon.com. Then there's Carrie Cockburn of erotic fiction, and that's Carrie, C A R R Y, y'all. Then Bernard Fung from A Harem Boys Saga, Frank Middleton of Blood Music and Mutation, and Stephen Angelina McIlvain. From the Wolf Pack Writers Group, and a million wonderful books on Amazon as well. Since it's Halloween, how about check out Sexorcist? Now, like I said, it is the season of the witch. So let's begin our charm-filled episode with a reading by Jamie Wagner from Fantasies Fractured. Jamie is a wonderful writer and a femdom and a hypnodom and if you buy our book, The Femdom Coven, you can read her biography and learn all What it's like to fall under her spell. So, I'm going to let Jamie take it from here, my dears.
1: Hi, my name's Jamie Wagner, and I'm reading an excerpt from my story, Do As Thou Wilt, from the Femdom Coven. It was a short drive, even with a stop to grab a case of bottled water and a couple bags of snacks and some chocolate chip cookies from the general store on the way. She had half expected the meeting to be at someone's home, but the GPS led her to a small block of warehouses and offices near the municipal airport. Elise had just enough time to wonder if she was in the wrong place before she noticed one of the units had its door propped open and a small group of women in casual clothes chatting outside by a fire pit. The sweet, sharp scent of clove cigarettes hit her nose when she opened the car door, and she couldn't help her smile. Yeah, she was in the right place. By the time she had her toy box, water, and snacks balanced in her arms, the conversation had slowly died down. When she turned towards them, Elise wasn't surprised at all to see all five of the women were now watching her with curiosity and interest. "'You must be the one Lil' us know was coming,' a blonde spoke up. "'Want a hand with all that?' "'That would be great. Yes, I'm Elise.' Brenda, the blonde introduced herself before picking up the cookies. Ooh, double chocolate chip. You are going to fit in here just fine. One of the smokers with tightly curled black hair wheeled over, examining the pile before grabbing the pretzels and Chex Mix. I'm Susan. My wife's Agnes. Agnes, a short and curvy redhead, rolled her eyes as she came over. I can talk for myself, babe. A quick kiss to Susan's dusky cheek took the sting out of her words, and she reached for the water. Here, let me get that. Did Lilith ask you to bring these? Elise nodded as she shifted her grip on the box's handle. She mentioned I should bring them when I emailed her. Nice. The other smoker piped up, her mousy brown hair in a pixie cut. We love girls who do as they're told here. She laughed along with the others, hoping the heat from the fire would hide the flush on her cheeks. So, there were some things Lila said you would explain when I got here. Stuff on the form I didn't know how to answer. Brenda nodded, her eyes filling with mischief. I think it's best if she explains it to you herself. Why don't we take all this stuff in so you can get out of that coat? Inside, the fluorescent lights in the ceiling had been shut off, with candles and what looked like oil lamps providing most of the lighting. You can hang your coat up on the rack, Susan suggested. Bathrooms are to your right, and the hallway leads to the play space. Elise nodded and pulled off the coat to reveal the black lace dress and leather corset she'd been hiding beneath it. Ooh, that's nice, Agnes said, and when Elise turned towards her with a raised eyebrow, the redhead offered a wink. Hey, I'm married, not dead. Or polyamorous, anyway, Susan noted with a smirk. But you go talk to Lilla first. I have a feeling she's going to want a chance to play with you. She tried not to show her nervousness as she nodded picked up the toys, and walked down the hallway to a door with a mirror-glass sign reading Do As Thou Wilt in an ornate-looking font. Elise took a deep breath, let it out, and pushed the door open into what seemed like another world.
0: For doing that for me, I appreciate it so much. Now, everybody, go grab your copy of the FemDom Coven. You will not be sorry. 16 exciting tales of FemDom fascination to make you howl at the moon. Oh, and don't let me forget to remind you that you can subscribe to Mistress Victory on Unlocked.me and surrender to my fantasy. And right now, when you buy a premium video, I'm going to give you one for free as a special gift from me. It's got to be of equal or lesser value, of course, but I'll give you a free um, couple of choices that you can pick from, so don't worry, we'll work something out. (laughs) Now, one balmy moment in mid-October, she hungered for her summer lover. She came alive at the witching hour, ever ready to flex her power. She searched through the haze of her crystal ball, looking for her human thrall. She thought of a hot, sticky night in June, then sent her call to the goddess moon she closed her eyes and saw his face then cast her spell through time and space they were tied bound by blood he can't escape she's got him for good she whispered his name on the autumn wind she pulled her rope And lured him in he woke to a dream he could not resist he followed her path in the moonlight mist she chanted a verse only he could hear a hypnotic charm to bring him near she slipped into the dark In her crimson robe, singing Meet Me at Our Spot by the Hidden Cove. Her lover was entranced as he meandered through her maze, reliving mystic visions as he danced on in a daze. Delirium in memoriam, a romance that enslaves. He crept into her mystery and joined her by their cave. The witch drew a circle in the sand and took her minion by the hand. She pushed him to the ground, tearing off his clothes, shedding crimson satin as their fevered passions rose her eyes lit up at his 10-inch tower she climbed on top so he could feed her flower she stole a searing kiss as she grabbed him by the neck she stirred a rapid whirlwind a triple-down train wreck he lost himself in magic as she pounded from above, she drenched him in her nectar as he shouted out his love. She found her glory in the gloom, so she sent him away like a fading tune, A poor lost soul adrift in sleep, a fantasy for him. To keep. So for now, she set him free. A memory of victory. <laughs> Sleeping know I almost forgot to remind you that you can call me on nightflirt.com and you can tell me your fantasy or we can chat. What do you think about that? Now, snuggle in one more time, my little demons, because you know it is the witching season. Come to me to cast a spell to break you from your dreary shell. I'll banish negativity, confess all of your sins to me. I will wash you. Fresh and clean when you dip into my scene so my little demon imps have a care and do not scrimp let me scratch your fetish itch for it's the season of the witch <laughs>
2: Just close my eyes